You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 5th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic... It'll be a quick episode coming here on a Friday afternoon. We'll talk a little bit about how the Magic can get out of this rut, what they hope a couple days off have done for them. We'll also talk about tonight's game and Saturday's game against the Chicago Bulls and what that means for the team in the standings. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to you check out all the great podcasts on Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering New Orleans Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Chicago Bulls? Be sure to check out Locked On Bulls. Getting ready for Super Bowl 55? Be sure to check out our pals at Locked On Bucks, B-U-C-S, and Locked On Chiefs. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college, too, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The Orlando Magic are losing rut. Um, no, no getting around it, no changing it, no sugarcoating it at all. The Magic are losing and losing a lot right now. Uh, they've lost, what is it, 12 of their last 14 games. Um, since Markel Fultz's injury, the team has by far the worst net rating in the entire league. Um, I'm pulling up the stats here. Uh, since Markel Fultz's injury, the Magic have a minus 13.3 net rating. Um, that is, I believe, almost six points per 100 possessions worse than the second worst team in that span. That would be the Miami Heat. It's been rough for the Orlando Magic right now. Their offense is cratered to 103 points per 100 possessions. Their defense has been equally as terrible. And a lot of it, I think we could blame on injuries. Um, no doubt the team has been racked by injuries and has been uh, yeah, hit extremely difficult. It hit an extremely difficult patch where they simply have not had a roster that can function. Cole Anthony has done his best. I, I don't think Cole Anthony's played poorly, but He's not ready to be a starting point guard in the league. Um, and the Magic certainly don't have the support system in place to help him to help him uh, get where he needs to be or get where the team needs him to be or get where the team needs it to be. So the Magic needed a couple days of practice. It's been a grueling schedule for the Orlando Magic. Um, the last two days mark the first time the Magic were scheduled to have consecutive days off the entire season. Uh, the first time that they actually had it off was because of a postponed game against the Boston Celtics, and they were literally at the airport getting ready to leave when that game was called, so it wasn't particularly planned. Orlando spent the last two days getting some rest and practicing again, kind of resetting their offense and defense just a hair. Certainly some of that because they're adding Frank Mason to the mix. So it's not yet clear how the Magic will look in these coming games, in these two games coming up against the Chicago Bulls. Every time we thought the Magic had a practice, it's a good chance to reset, or the Magic had those two days off before the Boston Celtics game, they've come out flat um, and not able to execute and, and play at a high level. Whether that was ongoing fatigue or just the other team just being ready. I mean, certainly the Celtics had a couple days off. They were able to get some guys back from their own COVID, from their own health and safety protocol issues. Um, the Magic got blitzed that night. Um, they weren't ready to play. Uh, 
they've had some instances where they've had practices and they come in the next night and just look overwhelmed. The, the bottom line is, no matter who the Magic are facing at this point, the margin for error is very, very slim. And the Magic have to play well in order to win. But what does playing well mean? Um, what does it mean? Uh, after Tuesday's loss to the Toronto Raptors, I talked about doing the basic things well. Controlling what you can control. You may not necessarily be able to control whether you make or miss shots at this point. Um, you know, most coaches would say that that their job is to get good shots, whether they make or miss, they can live with. Um, controlling what you can c- control. The basics of what Orlando Magic basketball is. Keep staying low on turnovers, um, stopping transition opportunities, or securing the glass. What frustrated me, at least, about those games last week was that the Magic didn't do those things. What's frustrating me throughout the course of the season is the Magic haven't done those things. They haven't done the things that have defined Orlando Magic basketball. And that's why I think they find themselves in the rut that they are. Now, why is this the case? Uh, some of it, I think, is because the Magic have had to put some square pegs in round holes. Playing Ken Burch at power forward has been not successful, I mean, to, to put it plainly. Uh, playing Aaron Gordon at point guard had its moments, but was not successful. Any ideas that, that Clifford has had to throw against the wall, which he is not comfortable doing, have frankly failed miserably. The Magic have not played at the level that they need to play at. Have not played with the execution, the focus, the precision that they need to play at. And that's really what we're talking about here. That's really what's at the heart and soul of this project. The Magic are trying to do too much. I would hope that this practice, especially adding in a player like Frank Mason so they can kind of reinforce some basics as they install offense for him, I would hope that this gives them the opportunity to reset and to simplify things. Personally, I think when you're struggling as a team, as a group, the best way forward is to make things simple again. To not be so concerned with, you know, trying to do new things. Focus on what you do well. I thought that's what the Toronto Raptors did in their two games against the Magic. Their defense had been struggling. And so in Sunday's game particularly, and I think they did so in Tuesday's game as well, they made it a big focus. We're not allowing any points in the paint. Anyone who comes in the paint, we're going to surround them with two or three guys and force the Magic to beat us from the perimeter. This is generally a strategy I think everyone should use against Magic, but that's neither here nor there. And in both games, Orlando got plenty of three-point looks. But they didn't get in the paint. They didn't get the paint touches that are necessary for the Magic's offense. And Toronto ended up playing solid defensive games in both outings. I don't know what that looks like for Orlando, but to me, simple is going to win. If the Magic can simplify their sets, simplify their philosophy, just focus on one or two things. Remember back in the James Borrego days, uh, those last 30 games after the Magic had after the Magic fired Jacques Vaughn, James Borrego had a very simple defensive philosophy just to try and get things under control, just to kind of get the team some confidence. And he was very much saying, we're not going to give up points in the paint. We're going to pack the paint. And if they beat us from three, so be it. I feel like the Magic are at that point right now where they need to focus intently on controlling one aspect of the game, something that's probably central to their focus. And points in the paint would be a good place to start as the Magic have been terrible defending the paint. 
and go from there and build up from there, almost starting completely over. But this has to do with player roles too. And this is why bringing in Frank Mason, and, and, fr- and frankly, Frank Mason's going to have to contribute if the Magic are going to save their season or do anything this season. Bringing in Frank Mason sets everyone back into sort of their proper roles. To me, a lot of the Magic's problem has been that they have asked a lot of players to do a little too much. Asking Aaron Gordon to play point guard took him way out of his comfort zone. And he put up some stats, don't get me wrong, but that's not who he is. That's not the kind of player that he is. And the Magic were not winning any games that way. Same thing with putting Ken Burch at power forward. I know there's very few options. Chumo Kiki's still working his way back. Steve Clifford said after practice on Thursday that they're hoping that Al Farouk Aminu will be back uh, in the course of this road trip next week. That should provide some stability to the team. I, I know I am personally very excited for Al Farouk Aminu to come back, um, not just because uh, it's been a long time since he's played. I know that's a long journey for him to go down, uh, but because I think he can legitimately contribute to this team and, and be a huge boost to a defense that is struggling mightily. So again, this is just getting back to a very simple concept. Keep it simple. Do the simple things well. Do them really, really well. Do them well, and you will find yourself some wins. You will get out of this rut. Frankly, this stretch, these two games, very much feel like the season. Um, you know, the season's already getting away from the Magic. They're already falling behind in the playoff race, but they're not too far out that they're not out of it. Um, and as much as some fans are ready to pack it in for the season, we'll see you in June, this group still wants to fight and still wants to win. Um, they have no reason not to do that. It is still their spot everyone's trying to take, and they should try and defend it as much as they can. Now, because they are trying to win doesn't mean they will, but they are not far enough out of the race that they should be giving up, um, You know that they should be manipulating things to, to, to be out of the playoff race. Having said that, they're not going to do it unless they change things, unless they focus in. Dial into the playbook, pay attention to the details, and win some basketball games. I mean, it's on them. And this weekend's games against the Chicago Bulls are a great opportunity. I'll explain their importance and what to expect in Friday and Saturday's game here coming up on in just a moment. But first, the Super Bowl is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And we're ready for it, ready to see the Bucks lift the Vince Lombardi Trophy or the Chiefs. I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I'd like the Bucks to win. It's good for the good for the local place. Um, and there's only one place that has you covered if you want to get into the game. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use a promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Whether it's the big game on Sunday, college basketball, the NBA, or whatever's coming down the line as sports gets going. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. 
The Orlando Magic getting set to take on the Chicago Bulls uh, in a pair of games this weekend. Uh, a game that the Magic are going to need, um, to be quite frank. It, you know, I know I am one of the few people still beating the drum about the playoffs, but the Orlando Magic are currently 12th in the Eastern Conference. They are currently one and a half games back of the Toronto Raptors um, uh, for the 10th place and a spot in the play-in tournament. They are currently two games back of the Atlanta Hawks for the 8th seed and the Charlotte Hornets for the 6th seed. To say that this race is over is a lie. I mean, the Magic are still in the race. They're still in the hunt. There is still so much time. And and as, as ESPN pointed out the other day when they're beginning to survey the trade market, they correctly note that this play-in tournament is keeping a lot of these teams in the race longer than they might otherwise have been. Um, if that was the purpose of the play-in tournament to kind of prevent tanking and give teams purpose later in the season, that appears to be working. But to be sure... The Orlando Magic could slip very, very quickly and very, very easily. The Orlando Magic are in a precarious spot. One of the things that we have talked about over the course of the season is being able to beat good teams. Um, being able to beat good teams, and obviously, you know, we're still dealing with a lot of teams under 500 right now. Sixth place is 10 and 12. Um, it's it, it, the, the Eastern Conference is still a race to the bottom. The Eastern Conference is being very, very forgiving to the Orlando Magic at eight and 14. The Orlando Magic would be 15th or 15th in the West, um, ahead of the Minnesota Timberwolves, but still last place in the Western Conference. So make no mistake about it. If you're someone who's in the tanking crowd, the Orlando Magic are still in line for very, very high draft pick, even as they compete for a playoff spot right now. Um, the East is not good. Um, and certainly the Magic's fall is a big reason for that. But this team's goals, as far as I understand it, is still to win, to still compete, and there's still something out there to grab. But in order to do so, the Orlando Magic must win games like these. They've lost to the New York Knicks. They've lost to the Toronto Raptors. Now they've got two games. They've lost a game to the Charlotte Hornets. They split with that with them. Um, they haven't played the Hawks yet. Um, but these are games that differentiate. I mean, you know, you if any of you follow soccer, there are games called six pointers. When you're playing the team directly above you, it is a six point swing. Uh, you get you get three points for a win. Um, and winning those games has huge effects on the standings, especially because you get three points, they don't. If you get if you tie and it's one point each way, that's a huge missed opportunity too. Trying to catch up in the standings, trying to catch these teams, the Magic have to win these kinds of games. These are the games the Magic were really good at winning last year. Why the Magic made the playoffs last year was they won all of these games. They beat Washington. They beat you know they beat Chicago. They didn't beat Miami. Um, they beat Chicago. They they beat Atlanta. They beat all the... I mean, maybe they didn't beat Atlanta. But they they beat all those teams that were trying to climb up and face them. Um, they beat Brooklyn those two games, if you remember back in January of, uh, of last year. Um, these were the games that the Magic used to differentiate themselves because they weren't beating the better teams in the league. And, and I, every, everyone agrees that that is a problem. That is something the Magic have to do. The Magic this year have not beaten any teams with winning records. They beat Washington twice. That's two of their wins. They beat um, Charlotte for one of their wins. They're 10 and 12. They beat Cleveland for two of their wins. They're now 10 and 12. Those are five of their wins. They beat Minnesota for win number six. They beat Miami for win number seven. There aren't a lot of wins that the Magic have had against quality opponents. There aren't any wins, in fact. The Thunder are 9 and 11. That's win eight. The Magic haven't yet beat a team that currently has a winning record. Cleveland had a winning record for a little while. So Orlando has to win these games. And Chicago's not an easy opponent because Chicago's in the same boat. 
they feel the same way. This is what a playoff race is supposed to be like. And obviously, we're still very, very early. We're still in the focus on yourself stage and not the opponent. But to say the least, this is a game the Magic have to win. Because are these two games are games that the Magic have to start gaining some confidence and have to win because these are the games that separate you in the playoff race. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Friday and Saturday are both must-win games. The Magic absolutely have to split these two games at minimum if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive because the West Coast trip is coming. The only extended road trip the Magic play in the second quarter of the season is not an easy road trip by any means. It'll start in Portland, 12-9 on Tuesday. They'll play at Golden State, 12-10. They're 7th in the West. They'll play at Sacramento. They're 10-11, and obviously Sacramento beat them earlier in the year. Um, and then they'll play at Phoenix, 11-9. and So only one team under 500, and that team did a good number on the Magic uh, earlier in the season. The Magic have opportunities to win here. We've talked about it all the time, and, and we've talked about this too. The second half of the schedule is going to be exceptionally difficult for this Magic team. There's, there's every indication is the second half of the season is going to, the Magic are going to have the most difficult schedule of the second half of the season. So the Magic needed this time to refresh themselves and re-energize and refocus. But at the end of the day, they got to get wins. They got to find a way to scratch out these wins. Because if they don't, they're going to lose their playoff dreams. They're going to lose their playoff hopes. And they're going to fall out of the playoff picture completely. They're not there yet. There's still the opportunity to move forward. But these are the games that prove yourself. Um, you know, again, this, this is a results-driven business. You either win or you lose. There's no in-between. The Magic have to win these games. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. We'll talk a little bit more about the Chicago Bulls coming up here in just a moment. But first, the improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever. The copy here says delicious-er, but that's not a word. But I can tell you this. Built Bar is a delicious product. It is the best protein bar that I've ever had, best energy bar that I've ever had. Usually, you go to the store, you get those other energy bars. They say it's chocolate chip, but it just doesn't taste right. Then you look at the packaging and it says 250, 300 calories. I wasn't looking for a meal replacement bar. I'm not that much of a meathead. I just need a little boost to get me through my day, and if it tastes and if it tastes great, even better. That's what you get with Built Bar. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, the one that I'm currently trying and loving right now, mint brownie, double chocolate, coconut, and a whole lot more. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for keto diets, plus many of them under 150 calories. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. You know, we live here in Central Florida, it is hard to get around without your car, and so taking care of your car is a top priority. And if anything's going wrong and you have the inclination to fix it yourself, rockauto.com has all the parts that you need. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today on Locked On NBA, join Anthony Irwin of Locked On Lakers and Adam Morris of Locked On Nuggets for a wrap of the biggest stories around the league. Anthony and Adam bring you game recaps, weekend previews, a weekly NBA power ranking you cannot miss. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Podcast today wherever you get podcasts. The Atlanta Magic getting set to take on the Chicago Bulls in a pair of games this weekend, a game that's going to be an interesting clash of supposed styles. Now, obviously, the Magic are struggling and playing uh, unlike themselves right now. It's been the biggest thing. Though. The Magic are in the bottom 10 in both offensive and defensive ratings. So I will continue to say that when you're playing this poorly, the focus needs to be more on yourself and less on the opponent. Do the things that you do well or the things that you're supposed to do well. The, you know, Kind of find your identity. Find, find the thing that you can hang your hat on your way to win, as Steve Clifford often likes to put it. The Chicago Bulls are definitely a team that has a way to win. They are a team that is... Uh, scoring a ton of points. The Bulls scoring uh, 110.1 points per 100 possessions, but they certainly have a weak defense with 113 points allowed per 100 possessions. Uh, Zach Levine is having an incredible season. Um, He is uh, scoring more efficiently than he's ever scored before, and certainly coming off of the game against Fred Van Vliet, Orlando is going to have to be really tuned in and focused on him. They can't let him get going from beyond the arc, especially. Uh, can't let him get to the basket, especially in transition. The Magic's uh, ability to get back in transition, I think, is going to be a really big key in this game. I do think Orlando has an advantage in this game, though. Uh, the Bulls like to play small. They'll play Laurie Markinen. They'll play Thaddeus Young at center, although they do start Daniel Gafford there. Uh, and they're susceptible to big games from post players, especially versatile post players like Nikola Vucevic. Julius Randle had a field day in the Knicks games against the Bulls earlier this week, scoring, I think it was 26 and 28 points, respectively. Nikola Vucevic should expect the same. The Magic should play through him. They should let him operate in the high post. Let him work off the dribble a little bit. Let him get in the post and see if Chicago doubles him and and, and forces him to move the ball out to the three-point line. That's how the Magic are going to get inside out. And honestly, that's how the Magic are probably going to have to work inside out for much of the rest of the year. The Bulls, you know, are not a great defensive team. They give up a ton of points in the paint. So do the Magic, mind you. Um, uh, at I think it was 47 per game. They're 18th in the league and, and points allowed in the paint per game. Orlando has to be on the attack. That's what New York did really well in their big win on Wednesday, where the Knicks just, you know, kind of outflanked them. They were able to, they, they jumped them early. The Bulls came out with low energy uh, and never really looked back. Chicago didn't really threaten until it was too late in the game. Um, but again, the threat of Zach Levine is always there. The threat of his scoring outbursts is always there. And that's something the Magic are going to have to be careful of in both of these games. Orlando with a couple days off and, and, and practice to kind of reset their batteries, you know, something that was more planned, I think is going to help. Honestly, I think adding Frank Mason and kind of reinstalling offense is going to help them a little bit too. But we've seen that backfire before. Um, so, you know, again, I don't know what to think. Just plain and simple, the Magic need to play better. Um, you know, I know that's that, that that's not much of an answer. That's not much of a solution. The Magic need to be better if they're going to win these games um, and if they're going to stay in this playoff race. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock both Friday and Saturday as the Magic take on the Chicago Bulls. We'll have a complete recap of that game coming up on Monday's episode of Locked on Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for letting me uh, record a little bit later in the day. 
Um, hopefully this finds you well, and hopefully uh, this still gives you some good information before tonight's game. But you can, of course, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnMagic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search or tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore Amin. Of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us live during Friday's game at OMagicDaily. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Phil Cross. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.